So, uh, yes, Kennedy Stewart running for mayor this year. Go ahead. What would you like to say? Well, uh, good day today, celebrating 25 years of PHS and, uh, you know, a society that's done great things, really helped people at downtown Eastside, and it has to continue. Um, and you can see there's a lot of joy here. It's a fantastic community to celebrate, but also be protected. And is there we have to do more. Is there something more that the municipal government could be doing? Absolutely. More investment in affordable housing, uh, doing little things like uh, helping with the market here, uh, making sure we get lighting and coverage from the rain, uh, you know, alleys, making them a little cleaner so folks uh, who, who are there, uh, you know, feel a little bit more comfortable. Uh, really, sometimes the little things that make the biggest difference, and, and we have to do more of that. Wow, thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Time. Yeah. That's a, you, you know, I might just vote for him after all. <laughs> absolutely no idea why some two and a half hours after we started this damn thing uh, we finally got our audio back so uh, as I was saying we attended the Portland Hotel Society 25th anniversary on Thursday uh, arguably the most important nonprofit society in the city if not the province uh, and I managed to get a few minutes with Kennedy Stewart there he is obviously the front runner in uh, this mayoral race this year um, Jockeys back and forth for first place with Ken Sim. Um, a MP. I don't know much about his MP career, but he seemed like a pretty cool guy. He took some time to talk to me. I told him I'd vote for him if he'd vote for me, but uh, he wouldn't go for it. <laughs> but he was a nice guy. And uh, this is what he had to say about uh, the election and about uh, the his what he plans to do for the uh, downtown east side of Vancouver should he win over me in October. And that was Kennedy Stewart, um, yeah, uh, BCMP and 
number one competition. Uh, I guess the second in the running for mayor of the city, right, right, right behind me. Uh, talking about the Portland Hotel Society, he had some good ideas. I liked what he said about, um, you know, uh, legitimizing the market and uh, getting some coverage for them there. I, I wasn't really stoked when he said uh, if one thing you do is clean up the alleys for the people that are living in them. You're, you're on the heels of the guy who was supposed to end homelessness by now. Uh, maybe maybe cleaning up the alleys isn't good enough. Maybe try getting them out of the alleys might be a more ambitious promise to make, but you know, maybe it's just me. I also had the extreme pleasure of talking to Constable Anita Hill of the Indigenous Affairs uh, Department of the VPD. Uh, she's been a member of the VPD for 26 years. So, been there for all the 25 years of Portland Hotel Society's involvement and seen a lot. And this is what she had to say about them. Hello, it's Constable Anita Hill of the uh, Vancouver Police Department Indigenous Affairs uh, section. Um, I am recording from a bus right now. I don't even want to listen to me at the moment, so I can't even imagine how the people around me feel. So I'm going to jump ahead and play you guys a song that was uh, published last night. This is going to be my campaign song. I'm not going to shout out the title on the bus because it has a little bit of profanity in it, but uh, we'll talk about that later. This is uh, the campaign song by uh, Rocky Fortune and the Rich Jones. Yes, you're, you're asked to have a witness. It's better to have a witness, but it is on the honor system. They advertise it as if you cheat, you're only cheating yourself. Or <laughs> um, cheating to get a win and nobody can prove wrong. <laughs> from what I hear, people are fairly... It, it is really... It's like the Iron Man triathlon. It's something you do for yourself. Yeah. Um, this is something I'm very excited to do. It's about three times more than I've ever attempted. <laughs> Uh, because it, it works out. If you do a steady 15,000 words a day, uh, you can do it with a big push at the end. And that is roughly three, uh, three times what I've ever done. So, uh, so here's a question then, Eric, could you not say, cause I know they have those programs. You can just speak into the program that it's the types of words out for you. Would you not be able to say just record one of our podcasts and there's like 150,000 words? Well, I think it has to be. <laughs> I, it has to follow uh, the format of a novel. I, I, like a fictitious story that's linear and has a beginning, a middle, and an end kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> we have lots of those, but they're very short. We have, <laughs> uh, we've got a good beginning every night. Yeah, <laughs> not much of a closer. It pretty much falls apart from there and usually ends with one of our phone dying or me getting <laughs> trapped on a bus or whatever, however it may end. It, just, it, it ends out of uh, circumstance, not because we've got a concise ending to our show. It's just we talk until we there's some sort of physical limitation why we can't talk anymore. <laughs> what a great way to do it, I think. It's... And even the beginnings, uh, well, now it's finally gotten better, but there are the few where you and I have recorded together where there's no beginning because uh, it starts without discussing the beginning. That's right. <laughs> I can now fix that. Uh, I don't know if you've heard. I do a pretty smooth fix. Oh, yeah. No, you did. You fell asleep. Yes. Uh, I, I get to listen to it quite often because for some reason my phone just jumps to that episode for like whenever I turn my phone on or whenever it's not doing something else it likes to play us 
Um, cool. Very entertaining. Great episode. I like the. There's a lot of good on there. We gotta do more blanching episodes. People really responded to the blanching. <laughs> what a weird thing to get popular with. <laughs> you know, uh, the more I hear actual input about our show, the weirder it is. The things people like, they're never the things I think are going to be gold. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do this. It's going to be great on the podcast. It's never that. It's like the blanching. That's funny. <laughs> I spend all day sweating over a joke, and no, that wasn't funny, but, you know. <laughs> blanching, that, that, that anything. <laughs> Some of the things we come up with, it's just, this will be funny, and, and people will laugh. Hey, remember that time you talked about how things weren't funny? That was hilarious. What? <laughs> that was the side note. Oh, uh, <laughs> and then we're off the, the track again, because I did want to just quickly name a few left-handed people. for If there's any lefties feeling uh, depressed about who you are, don't. It's, it's not the world it once was. Uh, it's okay to be a left man in the white man's world. I said white, didn't Monday, it's August the 13th, 2018, I'm Eric, talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where I've spent my whole life wishing I could be somebody. Now I know I should have been more specific. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch that, that dot of mine thing there, eh? <laughs> <sighs> Hi, oldie but goodie, how is Gord this evening? George's doing well. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing very, very well. Uh, it was a fantastic weekend. Nice and relaxing. They finally cooled off here. Um, some interesting uh, 400 and some odd forest fires burning in the province right now. Jesus. And a couple of things I didn't think about that really changed my perspective on things. Uh, the tires of a train spark quite a lot as it moves along. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they caused most of the fires. Yeah, I had no idea. And also, uh, when a when a vehicle blows a tire on the highway, uh, oh, a lot of sparks from the from the tire fly off, and uh, yeah, that'll that'll start a forest fire on you. No. So it's uh, weird that the most co- the two most common are are sparks from a train and uh, lightning strikes, but yeah. yet it seems to be quite a few of them lately are started by people still anyway. Yep, people started in the cigarette butt thing. People. <laughs> I used to be really bad for the cigarette butt at the car window thing. I, I've, I've corrected that, but uh, I used to be terrible for it, so I probably started yeah. one or two in my day. <laughs> well, not driving comes in handy with that. That's, yeah, it does help a lot. Um, the ashtray is really hard to negotiate while you're driving. For anyone who doesn't know, it's not easy to put out a cigarette and drive in a straight line. At least it wasn't for me. So it was, the window was the safest option. Not only that, but you can't, if you get anything of a vehicle uh, made in like 2000 and older or newer, they don't even come with ashtrays anymore. That's true. I wonder if it's even an option you can, like if you can get a smoking package. 
No, no, huh. not even an option. Well, why have I not written a song called My Smoking Package? I need to work on that tonight. <laughs> that is a great idea. Uh, <laughs> I'll be writing that one down. 